Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Edit audio. Hello, and welcome to Confessions, a podcast by Cosmo where your secrets are safe with us. My name is Mia Lardier, and today I am joined by my guest co-host, Cosmo's assistant editor, Annabelle Webway. Hi! Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. In this podcast, we respond to anonymous confessions from our listeners and try to give a little bit of advice with help from a guest expert. In the theme of confessions, do you have something that you would like to confess today? Well, you know, on the subject of today's confession okay. that touches on travel and all those things, I have to admit that I do I do weaponize incompetence oh. on flights. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell me more. So <laughs> essentially this means that when I'm boarding a flight, I yeah. suddenly lose the ability to hoist my carry-on oh, into that top compartment right. by myself. Like, I need the help of somebody nearby. Right. Any other arms will do. Yes. I just can't do it myself. That's I'm hysterical. Like, yeah. So, unfortunately, I'm not one to uh, exert my strength, and I'm suddenly... Suddenly a ragdoll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nothing. Got, got nothing. I'm going yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Spaghetti oh. arms. What do you do after the flight's over? That's when the strength... I get a shot of adrenaline, and suddenly <laughs> I'm able to... Lug it out and do it myself. Because that's when everyone's rushing to get right, off the flight. Right. Including myself. Yes. So. You have the two Biscoff cookies that they give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm suddenly on a sugar rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so my my helpful assistants from earlier can witness. Yeah. They're like, oh, she, she yeah. suddenly got it. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's amazing. And I think that's honestly pretty relatable. I'm glad that people can share my shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, let's get into Jay's confession. Today's confession comes from a woman who got the travel bug from influencers on her IG timeline, but is afraid that the added layer of her being Black could make her experience different. After all, her family members and friends have told tale after tale of racism from traveling abroad. All right, confessions robot, let's hear what she has to say. Every time my peep a white influencer documenting their rejuvenating getaway to Italy or vlogging their quote life-changing experience backpacking through Europe, I can't help but wonder about the added layers that would be involved if I took on these adventures, traveling while black. In my day-to-day, I've heard cautionary anecdotes from friends and family about experiencing new flavors of racism while traveling, largely due to cultural differences and sheltered communities. 
Whether it's the prospect of being mistaken for a sex worker in Italy or getting treated like a zoo animal by locals in China, these experiences make me see glamorous white influencers' travel coverage through a new lens. Am I bitter and paranoid? Or should non-black people be more considerate of these travel situations when promoting their expeditions? Our guest today to help unpack this confession is Kristen Martin. She is a graduate of New York University holding an MFA in creative writing. She is currently an associate community editor at BuzzFeed and has been combining her love of writing and creating content while traveling the world. Through her openness and transparency, her goal is to inspire people of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds to explore other cultures. Her TikTok and Instagram handles are at Fat Fashion and Flights. So thank you, Kristen, for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yay. (laughs) I want to give some context around how I found you on social media. So um, you had a post go very viral, (laughs) 3.8 million views on TikTok, Mm -hmm. where you're in Japan and a Japanese woman who you don't know is literally jumping on you and trying to hug you. Can you share a little bit more about what that was happening there and what that was like? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's so bizarre. I was actually doing a photo shoot, just getting okay. some pictures for my little blog. Yeah. And I was, you know, in the alleyway with, you know, getting all the background. And yeah. this woman just came out of nowhere. Yeah. And literally just tried to hug me, pick me up. I mean, I I don't speak Japanese. Right, so right, right. Like, just like guessing. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to assess like, am I being robbed? Am right. What is happening? Adored? Like it was <laughs> it was a mixture of like confusion, laughter discomfort. I really don't know what she was trying to do. Yes. And in my mind, I just felt like, okay, maybe she's just excited to see a black plus size woman. I don't know. Right. But she did like extend her arms out to indicate like that I was big. Okay. So that was for whatever reason, surprising to her and just something I thought that Maybe she was just like not used to seeing right, in, right in Japan. So <laughs> right, it's a super. There's so many things going on there. I also want to note that y'all should go watch the video because Kristen also has these really like beautiful like braids, rainbow braids. Yes, the outfit, <laughs> the outfit's beautiful. Like, everything looks great. It's just a very bizarre experience. But is that an uncommon experience? Have you heard any anything like that? Or no, like- no. I've been to over 20 plus countries. I've never had an experience with anyone trying to lift me or right. jump on me. Definitely, you get the looks and the stares questions sometimes can yeah. I touch your hair sometimes but nothing 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 like that, like that. No. nothing like that that's so interesting <laughs> yeah wait could you tell us about like your experience traveling abroad though mm-hmm. just because as a black woman myself I feel like I fear interactions yeah like that like I feel super an extra layer of consciousness about yeah. how I present yeah. so how does your experience usually go you know it's I mean I'm glad you said that because in my opinion that's not a bad thing mm-hmm. being black it comes with a lot Mm-hmm. You know, we have experiences like that here in right. America, right. you know, like this right. is where we're born and we right. still have that. So that level of consciousness I have everywhere I go, it's just embedded in who I am, yeah. my identity. And to be honest, it's more frightening here than any other place that yeah. I've been to. Interesting. It's just, I don't know the language. I don't know how far people will go. Right. I don't know what they're capable of. I don't know their intentions. Right. So it's, it's a little more like suspicion, I would say, but I I don't think I've ever really felt like my life was in danger. And I can't really say that about America, especially very violent places. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, unfortunately. And when I travel abroad, I always 
try to do as much research as I can. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find these answers on Google. Right. So I'm always looking at travel bloggers, right. watching videos, right. just seeing how they're, you know, interacting and their experiences being black. Right. And that's very helpful. Right. It's it's insightful to see how comfortable they feel. Yeah. I mean, I take my precautions. Right. You know, I keep all my personal items really close to me. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. you know, being a plus-size woman has its advantages, too. The woman that tried to lift me, she didn't. She right, couldn't. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, the chances of someone trying to, like, lift me and take me away are very right, slim. Right, You know, but just having an awareness. It's, you know, not going in blind, but being aware of your surroundings and just knowing that you're going to have stairs. It can be uncomfortable, but it's expected. Right, So right. I go in with that mindset. I don't go in thinking, oh, I'm going to blend in and no one's going to mm-hmm, look, no one's going to mm-hmm. say anything. Thing. Like you said before, I have rainbow hair. Right, rainbow right, right. Yeah. You know, someone's someone's, someone's gonna notice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How about you, Annabelle? Do you have any interesting or experiences abroad that you felt or I think it's never been something as like obvious as that. It's yeah. more just feeling more stares on you. And I do think I like the point you brought up about like language barriers and just like cultural discrepancies only because that does make me feel a little more fearful because at least here you can say like I know exactly what's happening I know exactly what's being said whereas there's like a a gap in understanding abroad that I don't know I just feel an extra layer of anxiety yeah yeah I mean the other plus side I guess if you can say that is like if I travel somewhere and they're being racist or disrespectful and they're speaking in their language I don't know what you're saying right you know what I mean so doesn't know does what you don't know doesn't hurt you. So. Ignorance, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and Kristen, you have committed to like a traveling lifestyle where you get you go several places, and I think that's awesome. Did you like? I love how you said how you do a lot of research before, and you're up on the blogs and listening to people. Beyond that, like in your friend circle, your family circle, has anybody ever given you advice or cautionary tales before going traveling? Oddly enough, I don't have a group of friends and family that love to travel as much. Oh, as interesting. Me. Okay, so you, it's kind of frustrating which is why I do a lot of solo trips and and even the friends that do want to travel you know how it is you get up to the time where you're supposed to go and it's like Oh no, I can't go. Right, what are yeah. the dates again? Trying and I'm to make like, it out exactly. of the group chat. Yeah, yes. <laughs> group chat is messy. I can't, yes, I can't do it. I'm on the plane. When I say yes. I'm going somewhere, I've already booked the flight. Yes, yeah. The question is, will you join me in the accommodation? Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, I mean, I do. I had an aunt. She she passed away about ten years ago, and mm-hmm. she loved to travel. Mm-hmm. And she was, I would say, probably the only world traveler in our family who was really like open to different places. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, walked in her footsteps one of the last places that she really loved was Paris. Oh, nice. And I ended up studying in Paris and I, I kind of like felt her presence and just like her optimism when traveling. Yeah, that's But beautiful. that's, that's I don't think any of my friends can really offer me advice. That <laughs> sounds like, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why, another reason why I look to, to bloggers. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, you're like, a presence yourself. I feel like you're sort of the resource that a lot of travelers are using. Mm. So what made you decide to like forge a path in travel influencing? Well, you know, I started, gosh, the name of this blog was called The Thick Project. Mm -hmm. Originally, before COVID, I started this blog to just have representation for plus size women, Mm -hmm. you know, in any space, dance classes, modeling, fashion, you know, and then COVID hit and it was like, just 
hard to come together. Yeah. And I did I never wanted the blog to be about me. Right. And so when you're quarantined, it's like, right. you know, who else can you, you know, yeah. broadcast and show? So as soon as we got the opportunity to fly post-COVID, you know, I said, you know what? I'm going to turn it into traveling, but make it plus size, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's really where it came from. I really honestly had no intention of being an influencer. I just love pictures. Yeah. And I love sharing the knowledge. Being Black and being fat is definitely something that a lot of people feel comfortable, uncomfortable with mm-hmm. when traveling. Mm-hmm. And I know, like you said, me being a source, it's like I look to other people right. for these type of things you can't Google. Right. Right, so exactly. I wanted to provide as much information and reassurance. Yeah. So I just kind of went with it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, too, like TikTok in the past, you know, a few years has become the new like blog space where people like are sharing information and get, oh, yeah. getting the information you can't find on Google. I think For it's sure. become like the, the foremost search bar above Google yeah. these days. Um, And I'm wondering, I know that travel, especially luxury travel, has been a whitewash space for so many years. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel making a platform on TikTok for Black women? Does it feel like there's a space that's created or is one emerging? Or how does, how does it feel to be a Black TikToker? Yeah, I definitely think it's a space emerging. And and there are hashtags that people use specifically. And the great thing about TikTok is, you know, the search bar, you can use it like Google. Like, right. you don't even need, like, a hashtag. Exactly, you can just yeah. put, like, a subject in there, you know, and it comes up. So I think the space is definitely evolving for that. And I always think of it like a green book. You know, my ancestors had Mm -hmm. to use this green book to know which areas to stay away from and which areas, you know, require this or that. And I kind of look at it like that, you know, a modern day green book, you know, where there are some places that are not safe at all. Could you put me on? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Give me the list. Yeah. Yeah, There are some places and then there's places where it's like, okay, you're going to be looked at. Right. You know, but no one's going to try to harm you. No one's going to, you know, definitely. I think there's a space for that. People are becoming more comfortable talking about that. Mm -hmm, When mm -hmm. I first started traveling, Paris was my first, France was my first country. Yeah. And I had no knowledge of what to expect. Mm. And it's interesting because I've been there five times. Like I said, I studied there with right, NYU. Yeah. So I have, I've been there like five times. I never once had a racist experience, yeah. but people are reporting that they've been having racist experiences. Right. And I'm like shocked to hear that. But yeah, yeah the space for, for this conversation is definitely emerging. And yeah, I'm glad to hear that because, you know, otherwise we wouldn't know. And it's the same yeah. thing, you know, back in the day with the green book, otherwise you wouldn't know. Right. There was exactly. no Google, no internet, you know, you wouldn't know that this place has so much violence or right. discrimination. Is there anywhere that you wouldn't feel safe going to right now based on what you've heard? Or- mm, that's a good question because this conversation is interesting for me because I'm a risk taker mm. and I know it's not like, the, <laughs> it's not the best thing to say, but just because someone has a, a bad experience that doesn't necessarily stop me all the time, yeah. but it does make me more cautious. Sure. I had, a, I had an experience in, in Turkey mm. that was just horrible. Mm. It was so bad. I didn't even want to leave the airport. Wow. It was a long layover initially okay. And um, I won't say the airline, but, you know, they arranged for like a tour and all of these things. And they were not interested in helping me. I don't know if you know about the Istanbul airport. It is Mm -mm, huge. It's huge. Like it's it's very nice. Yeah. But it's difficult to navigate if you've never been. Yeah. And I've never really had any experiences like this, but they were just discriminating against me, like refusing to acknowledge me or talk to me. 
And I just, I had such a bad time there. My whole thing is if I don't feel comfortable, I'm not spending my money. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not getting my right. dollars. You know, right. I don't feel comfortable leaving the airport. Right. I don't feel comfortable getting in a taxi. Right. You know, it was that bad. Right. It was that bad. And there's always, you know, trying to determine, was it a race thing or was it a weight thing? Because there's mm-hmm. discrimination in both. Right, right. It could be a factor of both or sure. it could just be, okay, this fat woman or, okay, this black right. woman. So I, I can't say for sure, you know, which part of it. But I don't recommend anyone visit there if you're black and fat, because the way they treated me was just it was very horrible. What do you do um, when you are preparing to go on a trip somewhere that you haven't been? You said that you do some research. So are you like you doing a lot of research and then kind of just like assessing uh, like an itinerary of where you're going to go? Is that kind yeah. of it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My itinerary. <laughs> it starts so huge. There's always like all oh, these things I want to do. And then it comes down to be, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, three or four of those things. Yeah. That's actually the really fun part for me. Right. Yeah. Like virtual traveling before I even go. I, I mean, I can't even sleep sometimes planning this because yeah. it's so exciting. Yeah. And I start with the major must-sees okay. because you never know what will happen, exactly. and especially with weather, too. Exactly. You know, and I arranged this is something I just started doing the last few years. I arranged like a photo shoot through Cute. Airbnb or like a local photographer just to get the, you know, the nice pictures. Yeah. That's how you get all the That's how I get all the content. People are always asking me, I'm like, if you're solo, who's taking the picture? Right. <laughs> I'm like, the birds are taking yeah, them. Exactly. Okay. I you know? gave my GoPro. <laughs> Conspiracies end here. I yeah. know. I, it's, it's things that people say. <laughs> But it's actually a good experience doing those tours, just as a side note, because the locals are so familiar with the place. So you're actually you're getting a tour in addition to the yeah. nice photos. Right. And I've had amazing experiences with all of them. So, you know, I kind of start with that. And then the food. That's something that's, that that's yeah. huge on my itinerary. Mm-hmm. Must try food. When I travel, I do not like eating American food. Right. You right. know, don't. You it feels know, like such a waste it's to a go waste. somewhere. Don't give me chicken yeah. fingers. Right. You know, don't give me French fries. I don't want any of that. Right. You know, I want local meals every day. You know, maybe here or there, there might be some type of like American sure, yeah. meal popping in. Sometimes it is interesting to see like the McDonald's in every country. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, and <laughs> yeah. I, I studied abroad in Italy and like the McDonald's there yes. was exquisite. It's so <laughs> different. So I, that's fun. Yeah. So in terms of preparation and I itinerary that's kind of where I start and then I try to find things that are not really like places that are not as popular yeah but these are the places you really have to be careful because if there's mm-hmm. not as many tourists mm-hmm. you know it doesn't mean it's a bad area but right. like there's not as much research there's probably not any internet connection right you know yeah. they don't yeah. cater to English yeah and they no, don't that's yeah. yes that's a huge point too so you know that one's like more more of a risk but yeah I kind of I kind of just go with that and build an itinerary and doing all of the major things I really want to do first mm-hmm. so that I can really just relax and enjoy yeah you know the rest of my trip because a lot of my trips are actually not that long okay yeah, yeah. like five days like four. Yeah, yeah I do a lot of this is a, a tip too I do a lot of like long weekend vacations oh, like nice. how Day weekend. Yeah. And as far as like safety and stuff like that, always bring in two of everything. I have two phones, two chargers. That's great. As many forms of ID as I can. I always bring like a one credit card, leave one in the hotel, leave, yeah. you know, bring cash with me, leave cash in the Smart. hotel. Yeah. You know, just because you never know if something happens and someone's, you know, to rob you or something, you know, at least you're not in the country right. with nothing. With nothing, exactly. So those are some precautions I take. And then I send my itinerary to my mom. Oh, <laughs> shout out, mom. Yes, yes. I'm the only child, so. <laughs> and she will, she will be like, I didn't get the name of the hotel. Yeah, you know? she, she's got like your location up on the yes. television. Like, she won't come with you, but no, she'll she follow. Come. She won't come. Oh my she'll goodness. Watch. 
And she's so funny because she'll be at work and she just actually told me about someone who came in and was like, yeah, I told him you went here. I told him you went there. I showed him your pictures. And she's so excited to see the pictures, but I can't get her to go. Oh, man. That's hysterical. She's your biggest fan. She's my biggest fan. Shout out to you, mom. Love you. (laughs) You mentioned Rob. Has anything gone like crazy wrong on a trip? Not as far as being robbed. No, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as like I told you. I take I take precautions. I keep my wallet in my bra. I have a very small wallet um, that I take to travel anywhere, and I just slip it right in there. And so my philosophy is like. If you rob me, you're going to have to like really dig. Sure, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then it looks like something else. It's, it's exactly, not a pickpocket, exactly. you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, fortunately, that's never happened. But I, I hear it happening to people all the time. Yeah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We've talked a little bit about where, you know, all the precautions and everything and the safety, but where have you felt um, the safest when you've traveled abroad? Japan. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried, so the, the video that you referred to earlier yeah. actually has 28 million views now. I tried to like tell people because there's people like, oh no, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not going, you know, like, right, oh, I could never right, go. Right. I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> this was start. like the most bizarre experience. It right. was totally random. It was very clear that this is not the norm. Exactly. But Japan is just, the, the people are so polite they really really respect their tourists anytime i needed instructions they're not giving me instructions they're taking me to the place where i'm supposed to be yeah and just the level of respect they have for their country Mm -hmm. you know very clean streets Mm -hmm. and and, uh, restaurants I mean, I was with someone there, but I felt very comfortable being alone traveling. Yeah. There. I think I saw you got like a three hour manicure there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> so I was like, that was kind of pressed for time. I like to get my nails done before I go. Yeah. And I was like, well, it actually makes more sense to get them done in Japan sure, because yeah. Japan, Japanese art. Right. You know, and <laughs> I went in and like. I don't think I was really able to communicate what I wanted, Uh which really wasn't anything specific. I just kind of wanted her to do her thing. Yeah. But I think she wasn't as comfortable with that. Okay, okay. The good thing is, like, they were hand-sculpted, whereas here, like, you know, they're just, like, attaching nails. But, like, she literally hand-sculpted each nail. So that's why it took three hours. Right, yeah. You were having art done. (laughs) Yeah, it was art. And they were nice, too. You know, they offered me snacks and green tea and stuff. And very cute little shop. I got pictures with them and everything. But that was a, that, I mean that to me that's an experience too. Definitely, it's, yeah. it wasn't just about the nails. It was right. you know it wasn't about the money. It was about the experience. Definitely, yeah. Saying I got my nails done in Japan. So cute, <laughs> and they lasted a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> I know, took right? Three hours. Yeah. <laughs> about four weeks they last. I was just gonna say they better last. Better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not something you could do on the regular. I know, no, exactly. Oh no, that would not work in New York. <laughs> 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Exactly. So I had a quick cue about code switching, just Mm. because that's something I feel like I have to do here on the everyday. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, in different cultures, you feel like you have to, like, adjust to fit their idea of what respectable looks like Mm -hmm. in terms of... I mean, you know, there. I mean, that's a really good question. It's I never want to give the impression of, you know, I'm here to cause any issues or I'm not going to respect. So there was a time I actually wasn't in Paris and, and I put my feet up on on the train and then the, the woman was like, we don't do that here, <laughs> you know. So that was a learning lesson yeah. for me because something that was it's not really a big deal on our dirty subways, right. you know, right. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it was very disrespectful to them. So, I mean, that kind of made me like, you know, straighten up a little bit and just because you don't always know what their norms exactly, are. Exactly, so yeah. code switching, maybe like more with body language mm, as right. opposed to like verbal language. Yeah. 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 And then if I feel comfortable and I feel like, OK, you know, this might be acceptable to do this or do that you know yeah I can relax but I I think I actually go in with more of a professional mindset I didn't think about that till you asked so like the type of subconsciously yes the type of professionalism I would bring to work you know that's pretty much you know what I would bring while traveling yeah Yeah. (laughs) I know that in Paris like I'm basing this off of TikTok okay yeah (laughs) but I know that like people adjust the way they dress a lot because I know athleisure is like not a huge thing. Is when it like looked down upon? Yeah, that's what I I've seen the videos of girls right. being like, I went out in leggings and I got a bunch of stairs. Wow. wow. So uh, that's interesting. Pro tip for your yes. <laughs> I don't really wear a lot of athleisure. Yeah, I mean, I do for the most part. I'm trying to be as modest as I can, mm-hmm. but some some places don't require that. When I visited right. Dubai, that was a huge concern for right. me. Like yes, I was course, like, yeah. I was just getting gowns like all the yeah. way to the ground because I, I didn't know. But right. there were certain parts where it's acceptable and certain parts where it's not. Like I right. visited yeah. the mosque, so of course, you know, you have to be fully covered. Exactly. You know, but at the beach, because I was like, what do they right. do at the beach? Right. You know, right. it's completely right. acceptable to have a bathing right. suit. You know, but it was just yeah. like that mindset of like. Okay, I don't want to be disrespectful to anyone. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I did that. I was on like a spring break trip during my study abroad in Australia, and I had a layover, an overnight layover in Malaysia. Oh, okay. and I'm coming in spring break right. <laughs> with my tank top, and right. I was getting mad. This lends itself to like the layers of what the stairs could be rooted right. in. Yeah. But this was definitely because I was dressed like college girl right right, right, right. Spring break i was college getting girl, yeah i was getting so many like rude stares wow. and everything so i've been friend, to malaysia well my friend well don't <laughs> don't dress like miami spring break right, right, yeah. <laughs> at 19 but i was telling my friends they're like it's definitely because you were dressed that way yeah. right 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 it's because you weren't really fitting their idea of how 
modestly women yeah. should be. Right. And it's so li- it's hard because it's so liberal here in America. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, so you don't honestly you don't always think of those things. You don't mean to be offensive. You right. Know? Yeah. And I did apologize to the woman on that train because like I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> you I just, didn't know. Yeah. I was just yeah. Trying yeah. To get, it was a, it's an hour ride into the city. So I was yeah. just trying to recline a little. <laughs> right. When you're on the two but, train here, you're just like throwing your feet up, like, yeah. doing, like mm-hmm. doing what doing your makeup, do whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, and that's train. a major thing too. Like really? these, they don't eat on trains. They oh. don't I I actually stopped doing that. Oh, I was so like, you know, shocked by that. You see people walking down the street eating a slice of pizza exactly, in New York. And it, yeah. So that kind of changed me. I like, I don't eat outside anymore and I don't eat wow. on trains because that was just interesting. I'm like, are we dirty? You I know. know. You're I know. a sandwich in the park now? I, I know. know. I, get, I get snacky. Yeah. Like, I'm like yeah. on the train, like, that's my snack time. Everyone. So, yeah. That's so but some things, you know, some things are, are just different. And you mentioned earlier, um, I want to go back to traveling within the United States. Um, I have a friend who several years ago, she's a black woman and she traveled with a friend down to New Orleans when they both took a road trip and she's like as soon as they cross like the Mason Dixon line she's like there were mm. streets there were places where she there there men yelling at them at a gas station telling them to get back in the car calling them slurs yeah. and it was kind of just like all right heads down and drive until we get to your parents house because that's it yeah. um so I'm wondering when you're tra- planning to travel within the United States how do you prepare for anything like that well I actually I try to avoid it to be honest avoid it, yeah. and I, I don't I don't care what people think of me when I, I mean, say that but I, I'm not really a fan of traveling in the U.S. yeah in fact that's like a huge thing I have friends who are like don't you want to go somewhere in the no I do not yeah you know like I mean obviously uh, I've been to California I have family down south in Virginia you know it's not like I'm against going but it's it's not on my list at all and I don't I don't really prepare for that I guess because I'm American and I just I'm, I'm used to it I expect it you know the only thing I can do is, you know, try to navigate it. But, right, exactly. You know, this is <laughs> this is my home. What am I gonna do? Exactly. And but I don't. I don't really care too much to visit certain places no. in, in the country. Yeah, and post Trump America, I don't know how. Oh my god! Yeah. I grew up in Charleston, so I've done oh, wow. the Charleston to Orlando road trip many a times in my childhood. Wow. And I cannot explain or emphasize enough how jarring it is to, like, stop at a gas station mm, yeah. and see, like, Confederate flags. Right, yeah, right, all yeah. Over, get the nasty looks and see the guys in their pickup trucks. Just, you can tell, like, they're, they're, yeah. their looks say enough. It's so, just so blatant. Yeah, yes. it is. Yes. It, it feels 50 years back, honestly. Yeah, right. So, at all times. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I said earlier, you know, my experiences abroad are like, I expected. I mean, I, I we haven't escaped it here, so exactly, you know, exactly. But the benefit is like if, they, like I said before, if they're speaking in a, a language I don't know, I don't know what you're saying. Exactly. And, you know? and the flip side here, we can't. Yeah, you can hear anything. So yeah. now, you know, yeah. yeah. Based on like you saying, okay, I can't understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You don't know what their intentions are. I feel like there's this culture of like. People detailing their experiences when people ask them for pictures and places mm-hmm. or they say like, oh, I've never seen someone like you before. Like, can I can I get a picture? And I, my hesitation with an ex- I've never been approached by anyone mm-hmm. to, for a picture, but my hesitation with that would be like, what are they going to do with that? Like, what yeah. are they going to say about that? How yeah. do you feel? Oh, you know, that is so complicated because being someone who travels and ex- is experienced, there is some room, t- you know, for just people being amazed. I have that consciousness of like, they're just amazed. Right, but right. I always think, 
what are you doing with right. this picture? Exactly. And I, you know, honestly, I don't have like a specific cutoff because sometimes I do it and sometimes I don't. I was in Colombia and there was a group of women and they just wanted to take a picture. Sure. But then it was like going on for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Four, I was oh, like, okay, geez. this is not, I'm not famous. No. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting uncomfortable now, yeah. you know, and it's, it, it is hard to tell what the intentions are. Yeah. But I will say this. If I see laughter of any kind, then it's a no. You know, it may not be bad, but to me, laughter in our culture and you're trying to take a picture, mm-hmm. you're, you're up to something so, funny. Yep. You know, it's yeah. not admiration. No, exactly. So that's kind of like what I use to gauge, but it is tricky. And I really do go back and forth with it. I mean, yeah. sometimes I, I'm like, yeah, you know, and then it's like, eh. but in the age of social media, People just take pictures of you all the time and you don't even know. Exactly. And the yes. woman tried to do that before. And I was like, you could have at least asked. Just asked. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But it's, it really is hard to control that. So I just I just kind of go off my comfort. Yeah. It's hard to like one gauge like the respect that's there, whether it's none or if they're trying yeah. to be respectful. And then also just like being able to set those boundaries and be like, right. No, sorry. Yeah. That's not for me today. That yeah. one's a tough one. It is very tough. In the age of social media, do you feel like there's a, a balance between, like, fear-mongering versus sharing information? Because I know you said earlier, like, sometimes, like, well, I'll hear, like, you know, information about a certain place and be like, well, I still personally would like to go. How do you, yeah. how do you like, navigate the difference between fear-mongering and, and yeah. information? That's that's tricky as well because, you know, it just goes again with that, that line of awareness versus fear. I really haven't figured that one out. I pray, you know, yeah. that's just the kind of covering I have yeah. and, and just, you know, hope for the best kind right. of, you know, but um, everyone's going to have a different experience. Yeah. So I, I really take that with a grain of salt when I hear, you know, someone's experience and I do as much, like I said, as much research as I can, but I don't think it really, you know, deters me completely when I see these things, but it definitely is like, you know, right. I'm alert, I'm alarmed, I'm aware. Yeah. So I'm still figuring that one out. I feel like I can be uh, a little susceptible to the fear mongering. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. tricky. It's tricky. It's I think with all different subjects that we're, you're out there trying to research, there is oh, yeah. such, it's such a hard thing to one trust your source without yes. knowing. You know, you get someone on your for you page, and it's like, okay, this person sounds like they know what they're talking yeah. about, and then it's so like true. they actually don't. It's it's yeah. it's really hard to navigate. So back to the confession from this person who has some skepticism, a lot of skepticism around who they should be leaving, um, how they should be planning their own traveling. What kind of advice would you give to them based on your own knowledge and experience? Well, you have to assess, number one, what type of traveler you are. Mm. There's so many different types of travelers. You know, if you really want a local experience and you want to know what it's like to be, you know, to experience that culture, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a different type of preparation than someone who just wants to lay on the beach and have an all-inclusive, ongoing rotation of delicious drinks and right, fruits, yeah. you know. So you assess what type of traveler you are because honestly, that would raise, you know, the stakes. Yeah. If you are, you know, more outgoing and you want to take adventure and you want to meet people and you want to mm-hmm. be out in the streets. Yeah. Also, if you have too much skepticism, don't go alone. Right. You yeah. know, a lot of times an experience can be the same, but it feels differently versus if you're with people or alone. Yeah, you know, it could be the same exact exper- yeah. experience, but if you have someone with you, you know, it's a little more comforting. Definitely, yeah. Um, so I think assessing those two things and then finally figuring out what do you want to get from this trip? Exactly, yeah. You know, because there are some experiences I've, I've had that were negative, but 
the positive outweighed. Right. You know, Japan isn't a good example of that. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like I went, I accomplished what I wanted. I saw not everything. I didn't need to go back to Japan, <laughs> but I saw a lot of what I wanted, you know, and I had a clear mind of what I wanted to get from that trip. Yeah. I wasn't going for relaxation. Right. I wasn't right. going to unplug. Yes. You know, I was going to really experience the locals and the culture. Yeah. So I think, you know, assessing those things and making that decision before you even book it is very important. If you have too much skepticism, don't go. Yeah. Listen yeah, to yourself. Not worth it. Yeah. Because you're not going to be comfortable. Right. Exactly. And, and you, you might even shut down in, in situations where, you know, your mind should be more activated right. and alert. Right. So if you're feeling and I've <laughs> I've had situations where I really could not get overcome the anxiety mm-hmm. and I just canceled it, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. if, if it's too much, yeah. just listen to yourself. Exactly. You don't right. want to be overseas and, you know, having a panic attack yeah. or, you know, some some things are avoidable if you Right. listen to your body yeah right? exactly. so, uh-huh. and there's so many countries and, and if if that's how you feel about italy you know come back to that right exactly you know, there's yeah. other places you might feel more comfortable and, and you should see there exactly or exactly. you could just plan you know tours yeah they'll protect exactly. you yes. i mean yeah with limits but right. you know the, point, the, yeah. the tours the tours are, are my go-to because i mean they really they're there for you and they they're there to protect you as much as they possibly can right yeah you know and 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 if you want to see these places and you're skeptical go with go with a group with go a group. with a tour yeah, yeah exactly it sounds like you're our person who like as you mentioned goes to plan and you like want to see certain things like you you're like kind of like the benchmark traveler and about what kind of a traveler are you are you like all right so when you uh, said that all inclusive yeah. thing, i was like she's like because uh. with some vacations like that's what i leave is that the wrong with it like, no <laughs> me and my friend we were in jamaica a couple of years ago yeah. and we left and we were like we did not do a good job at <laughs> the local area so i need to go back and be a little more adventurous but yeah I'm working to be more like you. Yeah. Proactive about seeing the cities and everything. But yeah, I think if it's not laid out for me, like planned itinerary, everything, I I can get a little... uh, Lay by the pool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you get to know the swim yeah. bar. Yes, that's, exactly. That's yeah, I know culture. everybody at the hotel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll tell you, you make the best vacation yes. friends at the pool. Oh yeah, it, that's why I said there's room for that. There's room for all of that. I mean, exactly. I don't ever. It's not that I don't do those trips, but I don't do them often, right? Because exactly. that's just not. I'm not made of money, so the, the, right. I'm going on a trip. I want right. the culture. Exactly. I got a pool here. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's still fun to have an all inclusive because yeah. you don't have to plan, and no. you know you can just wake up and. Oh, I want a martini right. or, exactly. you know, I'd like scrambled eggs yeah. today. You know exactly. what I mean? So it, there's, there's definitely a blessing in that. The last time that my friends and I tried to plan like one of those all-inclusive, like do nothing vacations, it went totally wrong. Really? I'll give you a very short story. It goes to, to Cancun mm-hmm. and my friend has a friend who does like on the side, like travel planning and things like mm-hmm. that, but he usually does Disney. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so we get there. This is supposed to be like an all-inclusive thing. Um, we're supposed to stay in two, two rooms at the same hotel. We get to the airport. Things seem jolly. All the friends are linking up. We're like, great, let's meet at the Margaritaville and then we'll like figure it out from there. Yeah. We get to the Margaritaville um, and we go to the bus, just get the, the bus shuttle to the, the resort. Um, they're like, okay, let's see the names here. We give them both our names. And they're like, well, we have both of you down, both of these groups down, but they're at separate hotels. And oh. we're like, oh, oh no, that's no. not right. Oh. And it's kind of like a Hilton situation where it's like, uh, you know, the Hilton this place, the Hilton oh. that place. So yeah. they have such, they're like, okay. Especially in Cancun. Exactly. So we're like, okay, where, where's the second location? And they're like, well, it's three hours away in Tulum. Oh. 
And we're like, we're a group of eight girls. So we're like, absolutely not. First of all, it doesn't feel safe that half of us are going to go half. And that's not the plan. The plan was to sit all together. We're all, yeah, we're spread out all across the country. We wanted to sit down and, you know, talk about life at the pool. Very long story short, we spent six hours of the Margaritaville (laughs) at the Cancun airport. Trying, There were many tears, a lot of phone calls trying, we got it sorted out. But that's, I'm just laughing because like, that's the last time we tried to relax as a group. (laughs) <laughs> that instead we spent the whole day at the oh airport. Oh my goodness! Wow, so, Margaritaville yeah. trauma. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which is supposed to be like a happy place, right? You know? <laughs> exactly. Okay, Kristen, so we have a bonus segment for you. You posted a TikTok about all the places you traveled in 2022 recently, and I'm very jealous. Um, (laughs) I'm going to name a few, and can you tell us about what you recommend doing, eating, Mm -hmm. or seeing in each of these Mm -hmm. places with the trips? Okay, great. Um, The first one is Aruba. Aruba was a last-minute thing. I actually think that that was the most expensive trip of all the trips I've been to. Aruba is very Americanized. It it reminds me of like that all-inclusive mindset. Yeah. You you can just go there with no plans. You'll have a blast. Yeah. But it is, it is sort of expensive to get around unless you're in a car. Interesting. I don't know if I really have any recommendations for that because it's, it's just kind of like America with a beach. Yeah. You know, a a Caribbean America. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. It's like a honeymoon destination. I feel like these days. And I'm I'm not married. So (laughs) I once went there on a cruise when I was a kid and I feel like with cruises, like every island runs together. Yeah. I'm like you where I cannot think of it. Yeah, that's one. That's one. That's I mean, it's a nice place to go. Right. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't think I even have any recommendations. No recommendations. No recommendations for that one. The next one is um, Guatemala. Oh, Guatemala. I think about Guatemala so much. Oh, man. I did a volcano tour. Ooh. It was an active volcano. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you, you are a risk taker. <laughs> <laughs> so much could have gone <laughs> like I, said, I just pray and just hope just go best. yeah <laughs> and that is what I would recommend I mean it is a risk because it's sure. active right right I'm not gonna sit here and say right. it's not a risk there are waivers it's yeah. and it's so active that actually when you get to the top there's a man making pizza that's you know, in the volcano. yeah that's so it is active the pizza was hot <laughs> you know so I don't know if you would be but I recommend that because the views were beautiful oh man it's just I mean I had never been that high before and I, I've never had a pizza hut on the top of volcano. So That's hysterical. It was, it was amazing. I would definitely recommend that. I mean, it takes it takes a while to get up and right. it takes a while right. to get down. Right. You'll have your pizza when you get up but yeah. sh- and by the time you get down, you'll be hungry again. Right. <laughs> a lot of time to think about all the yeah. risks on the way yeah. up. <laughs> but that was my motivation. I was yeah, like, because some tourists didn't know that there was pizza up there, but I had oh, already yeah. researched. Right. And I was like, so I'm going for the pizza. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you all, but I'm going out there for the pizza. And once there's a meal in mind, that will exactly. oh, it's oh, always motivate me. Exactly. Yeah. A meal and a view. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the next one is Colombia. I'm from Colombia. Mm. Oh, I loved Colombia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had the best. I know it sounds basic, but I had the best coconut rice. Mm. And... It was just room service, and that uh-huh. rice was so good. It was so good. And also in Colombia, I um, I might butcher this, but okay. you can help me. I visited Palenque. Is that how you say it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And that was the first free country of, of the Americas. Oh, nice. They, I'm not country, um, land. So there were Black people who pretty much started this whole land, and they're still there. And I visited there, and it was just absolutely amazing to That's encounter amazing. and to interact. And I'd recommend that for sure. And also, 
well, it was a little bit rainy, so I couldn't do like the beaches. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, I wanted to do more of that. Yeah. But it was, it wasn't really the right vibe for mm-hmm. that a little rainy, mm-hmm. rainy and gloomy. Yeah. So next time, I, I definitely want to go back and Medellin. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I know it from Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to visit there yeah, as yeah. well. I, I yeah. wasn't able to go because it was yeah. a short trip. It's beautiful. But uh, you got to get some coconut rice. Gotta was, go I mean, I just kept that getting it so over good. and over and over. I know, that sounds it was amazing. so good. Oh, I loved Colombia. Yeah. There's Beautiful nothing. colors. Yes. Yeah. Lovely, lovely buildings. Oh, Colombia. Mother track flights today. I yes. know. <laughs> Annabelle's got her phone out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Gotta, gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, the next one was Turkey. No. No. Nothing we to just, recommend. No. Mm, next. No. <laughs> the next one actually is Japan, which we know yeah, is, is the spot. <laughs> it's this. I have to. I just can't wait to go back. I didn't spend as much time as I wanted um, outside of Tokyo. It is just amazingly stunning, and um, it's easy to navigate. There's, they yeah. have a lot of trains and, and fast trains. I mean, there's so much. You have to see Mount Fuji. There's yeah. like, she didn't show up for us. It was so cloudy, but she, mm-hmm. I knew she was she there. She was there. So <laughs> I don't regret anything. A lot of the shrines um, I would recommend to visit as yeah. well. Yeah, You know, just seeing their uh, beliefs and their interactions. We yeah. all have different beliefs, but I love, you know, to to honor what people believe yeah. in. And I love yeah. to see them and and hear their stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also did like a cultural tour through Airbnb. They had a little bit of everything there. We got to like dress in the kimonos. We had the opportunity to make matcha tea. Very and cool. um, is it calligraphy? Japanese calligraphy? I think so. What yeah. do you call it? I can't think I of know, the name. I know exactly. You know what, what I'm talking about? about. Yeah, yes. we got to write our name and stuff. I definitely recommend that. Wow, that was a great experience. So many like cultural experiences. Yeah, but they're so easy to find on Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. I don't do Airbnb. I just that, do like experiences. That That's not so the cool. They do like cooking classes. They do on cooking. There. Yeah. yeah, it's so really much. Cool. I have I to check that out. Yeah. I, like the photography thing too. I didn't know it was a thing until oh, yeah. very recently. Genius. It's, I feel like so I would smart. definitely invest in a photography session. Because yes. I yeah. I always leave places and I'm like, I don't have any <laughs> proof that it was there. No proof like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kristen, thank you so much for your time today. This thank has been amazing. You. Appreciate, this is so fun. Yeah, we appreciate all your insight and everything and many happy travels ahead. Yes. yes. <laughs> Such a cool life. Yeah. So cool. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and Kristen, where can we find you on social media? Yes. Yeah, so my TikTok is the same as my Instagram, Fat Fashion and Flights. And fat is just spelled regular F-A-T. Amazing. Fashion and Flights. Gotta go follow. Yes. Follow, yeah. follow. Fake smile at when I see Cosmo Confessions is made in collaboration with Edit Audio. I'm your host, Mia Lardier. This episode was produced by Mia Lardier, Ali Sirwa, and Maria Passingham. It was edited, mixed, and mastered by Ali Sirwa. Thank you to our production manager, Kathleen Speckert, and our executive producer, Steph Colburn. As always, thank you to the whole Cosmo and Edit Audio teams for their time and input. And an extra special shout out to our guests and to you for listening. Tell us your secrets. Link is in the show notes. Fun unless you tell me one.